The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Many of you know that within this year, I lost my father, Alaba Shalom. It's been a very, very turbulent time for all of us, the entire world. And it was very, very difficult. However, we were able to transport my father to be laid to rest in Eretz Israel, Yerushalayim. And at the time, it was very, very difficult, right in the middle of COVID, there were no flights, and the story's really twisted. Today I get a call from Israel, my nephew, who is studying in Yerushalayim. And he tells me that a few days ago, he went as the first person from our family with my niece to go and visit the kever, the resting place of my father. And it took him a while to find the place because none of us have ever gone there before. We could not accompany our father to his resting place. So he had a very hard time finding the plot. It took him about an hour. He was about to even give up when he finally found the place. And he stood there with my niece and they davened together. They prayed at the kever together and they cried. Before they left... They saw that close by there was another kever that was actually from someone from our community that passed away, in fact, just a few days apart from my father. And he was also buried about an hour after my father in the same exact place. So my nephew decided that he's going to call the Nurolas. They're Nurola family, very respected family in Los Angeles. And he decided, you know, their grandpa is buried here. And the plot is next to my grandpa, my nephew thought. So I'm going to give them a call. Maybe they have a few words they want to say. I'll put the phone on top of the, on, on top of the plot. Maybe they'll do a tehillim. So he starts to call one of his friends who's the grandson of the late Mr. Nerola. And he calls and he calls and he doesn't get any replies and... Finally, he gives it one last shot and the kid wakes up and says, who is this? He says, this is, this is Moshe, I'm calling from Israel. You know, I'm at, I'm at the plot of your grandfather. Do you want, do you have anything you want to say? You want me to put the phone on the plot for you to speak for a moment, say to Hilim? Uh, he says, could I call you back? And, and he says, listen, I'm, I'm actually literally leaving right now. He says, okay, just hold on. Let me call my dad, who is Mr. Farzad Nerola, the son of the late Mr. Nerola. He calls him up and he picks up the phone. He says, yes. And he says, Abba, there's someone in Israel right now that is at the plot of Grandpa. And they want to know if you want to say a few words. Do you want him to lay the phone down on the plot? And he says, yes, absolutely, yes, do it. So my nephew Moshe puts the phone down on the plot and he gives it a two, three minutes. He stands there and he, and he was telling me, I picked up the phone and I heard something really weird on the phone. He was making Kaddish. All I heard was, Al Israel, So I put the phone down, and I'm thinking to myself, what's going on? I mean, I told him to say some capital to Hillem or something like that, and he's making Kaddish. Does he have a minyan? What is he doing? I, I, I didn't know what to think. So finally, I gave it a few more minutes. He thanked me, and I hung up the phone, and I went home. The next day, I get a call from my dad. I pick up the phone, and who is it? It's actually Mr. Farzad Nurola on the phone with my dad. And I'm thinking, hold on, what's going on? So here's what he tells me. He says, Moshe, I want to thank you for what you did. 
but you don't understand what you did for me and my family. So I said, I, I really didn't do anything. I just took a phone and I put it on the plot and that was it. I was already there. He says, no, 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 you don't realize what you've done for me. And he says, you see, the night before, I told my mother, I'm getting a ticket and I'm going to Eretz Yisrael to visit dad's plot. No one has been able to go there since then. Now we're finally able to go. I'm going to go and I, I want to at least say Kaddish on his grave, on his keder. To which my mother replied, no, if you go, I'm going. And I said, no, it's not safe for you. I don't want to take anyone with me. I just want to go and I'll come back. It's not safe. It's during COVID. I don't want you to travel. And she said, no, if it's no buts, I'm coming with you. So we got into a back and forth and I finally said, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I won't go. I just wanted to be able to say one Kaddish on his kever and no one has been able to visit him from the family. The next morning, I'm in shul and it's on a Thursday morning. It is very rare that on a Thursday or a Monday we don't have a minyan. I called him myself. I spoke to Mr. Nirola myself. It ne almost never happens that we don't have a minyan for shacharit on a Monday or a Thursday. You always have a minyan on time because they bring out the Torah that day. But that day, we didn't have a minyan. We waited, we waited, 7.05, 7.06, 7.10. There's no minyan. And I couldn't believe what's going on. I wanted, we wanted to start Baruch Shalom. We wanted to say Kaddish after the, after the first korbanot of the morning. And then I get a call. My son says, Dad, there is someone in Eretz Yisrael right now on the kever of Grandpa. And they want to know if you want to say a few words or tehillim. And I said, yes, absolutely. And at that moment, we became 10 people. And I started to make Kaddish for my father. While the phone was on his grave. He said to me, Rabbi, you don't understand. I could barely finish that Kaddish. I was crying while I was making Kaddish. And he said to me, I really want to understand how it is that people don't believe in God. How could a person in the right mind say that God doesn't exist? How would a person in the right mind believe that there is no world to come? That the neshama just dies and, it's, and that's it? You see clearly here how the neshama is so connected that they know what the family is going through. That my father knew that so badly I want to go visit him and I want to make Kaddish that literally the next morning after I had this discussion, I get a call and I get to make Kaddish over my father's kever. It's unbelievable. There are so many things that I could share personally about how amazing this is. What kind of person my father was, what kind of, Mr., what kind of person Mr. Nerola was. They were pillars of our community. My father was always into chesed. Making sure other people also have at least what he has. And in this way, his own grandchild made it possible for someone else, for a family member, a son, a grandson, to be able to say something over his kever. And Mr. Nurola, I remember him. Never missed a single day of davening in Minyan unless he was probably somewhere that he couldn't get out of it. I remember how both of them used to go in their elderly age to Bet Knesset, literally with their walkers, taking hours, walking long distances just to get to Eminyan. But all of that said, we remain with one message. Not only HaKadosh Baruch Hu is watching us every moment of the day, 
We have to understand and believe those that have left us behind watch our every move. They expect every mitzvah. Everything that we do is an aliyah for their neshama. And they're watching over us. And they still care for us. Baruch Adonai. Ne'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.